You're listening to a Radio 1 91FM podcast. And now we've got Off to Market, a weekly segment where we talk to different mar- uh, market vendors at the Otago Farmers Market. Today we're speaking with Paul Jacobson from Judge Rock Wines. Kia ora, Paul. How's it going? Kia ora. Now, you're a kind of self-taught winemaker, uh, correct? Uh, yeah, we started out, basically, my three sons and I had a, a station wagon from work, and we put a bathtub in the back, and when I worked in Blenheim, uh, we loaded the bathtub up with with uh, bunches of grapes that were given to us, and enough to make a barrel. This was in 1976, and um, downloaded from Google University of California, Davis, how to make a barrel of, of red wine, and uh, followed those notes and made a barrel of Pinot, which was written up in the local newspaper as um, a great um, Pinot Noir for an amateur to produce. Wow, that's really impressive. Um, since then, have you done much experimenting with different grapes and types of wines and stuff? Yeah, we've um, from our Pinot Noir, we do four different wines, so which is a wee bit unusual. It's such a versatile grape. So from Pinot, we do... A Blanc de Noir, which is a white Pinot Noir. We call that one the alibi because it's an alibi for Pinot. We do a, a pet nap, which is natural bubbles. Um, so you get a bit of leaves in the, in the, in the bottle, in the champagne bottle. Um, and we call that one Zulfi. And then we have, um, a rose, which we call innocent. And then we've got a Pinot Noir. And then we also have Saint Laurent, which is an ancient variety originally from France. Mostly grown in Austria. And that's Saint Laurent, and from Saint Laurent we make Saint Laurent, and also a Saint Laurent port called the Verdict. So, what what drove you uh, into wanting to make wine? Um, basically, we thought we would make a barrel of we'd made a barrel of wine every year from 1976, um, sorry 1996, and when we moved down to Central Otago, we thought we'd just plant enough grapes. Uh, to make a barrel, which is like uh, 400 plants, but I got carried away, or we got carried away with Pinot Noir, as you do, <laughs> and we ended up with 14,500 vines, so we can't drink it all ourselves now, so that's where you guys come in. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? How long have you been at the uh, the farmer's market for? Um, so we started, and I just trying to find the date we started, I'm pretty sure it was around 2010, because uh, it was two years before I went to, to Burgundy, I did, did a vintage in Burgundy. Yeah. Oh, nice. So you've been there, <coughs> been there for a, a half second. Um, yeah, so 12 years now. So it's, um, uh, yeah, 12 years, yeah. So uh, you guys are based in Alexandria, correct? Correct, yeah. Correct. We've just got a small family vineyard, um, four hectares. Uh, it's better than acres, 13 acres, 12 of Pinot, one acre of San Laurent. And um, Angela, I admitted at Otago University, um, she did a double degree in, in my political studies, and uh, I, I did my engineering intermediate at Knox College, and she was a farmer. So we met 50 years ago, and we've been together ever since. Um, married 44 years, three sons, four grandsons, and um, yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, so given that you're based in Alexandria, does that mean that you take a certain amount of wine with you every week and drive to Dunedin to sell at the market? Or do you have people here already who can distribute your stock? Yeah, initially I did for about the first five years. I pretty much did it myself, uh, getting up early and driving down with the wine and, and, and setting up the, the stall. Uh, but since in the last probably five, six years, we've had some great um, senior students from Otago University uh, who have done the uh, farmer's market for us um, and done a great job uh, in terms of telling our story. Um, 
and showing our wines and getting people to taste the wine. Nice. Right, so you um, you sell wines at a variety of places as well, even overseas at lots of restaurants and other licensed vendors. What's something special, though, about going to the Otago Farmer's Market every weekend? Well, the special thing is when you stand there and you're displaying your wines and packing your wines, you never know who's in front of you and who they might be and what their background is. Uh, we had a, a student from the Otago University who liked our wines he then came to the vineyard, tried them again, and then he flew his parents in from overseas, and then he ordered 700 cases of wine. Um, and that kept us afloat um, around in about 2014. That, that just kept us going. Um, so you never know who's going to pick up your wine and who's going to like it. It's been good for social media. We don't do a lot of marketing. We're almost anti-marketing. It's old-fashioned you taste it if you like it you'll buy from us and you'll reorder great well speaking of tomorrow morning at the farmer's market where can people locate Judge Rock Wines right so um, for those that know the French crepes with Christophe um, we're right beside Christophe so Eden is our our person at the farmer's market and she's awesome Um, so we're just alongside uh, Christophe which is um how do I describe it? I guess it's the northeast corner of the of the farmers market. Um, yeah, so just beside the crepes, everyone knows where the crepes are. Everyone has a big queue there normally to get the first off. Um, crepes, my favourite is incomplete uh, to play. Perfect <laughs> crepes and wine. Sounds like a great combo. Good <laughs> French combo. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, Paul, and speaking about your company. A pleasure. A pleasure, Jack. Kakite. Kakite. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.